All right. Welcome, everybody, to the Rap Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Dick. I'm Elias Eldridge. And I'm Sam Kenny. And before we head into the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else to get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating and also leave us a review. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Rap Chat Podcast, where we post new clips of the show every week. All right, guys. Great to have you guys back. Can you guys hear the applause? Oh, I can yeah, hear yeah. it. Nice. <laughs> nice. It's so different, dude. It probably does it sound kind of crunchy or? It, it, it's like, it sounds like, I don't know, like it's far away. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. It sounds like it sounds like like you know applause like in the back like way over there. Oh okay. Yeah. You know? Okay. Well, yeah. actually, we're filming in front of a live studio audience today, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I can see them. I can see them over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're just in the back, so don't, yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. They'll yeah. be there. They'll yeah. be there. Yeah. No, 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 guys, <laughs> quit it. Stop. Stop. Guys, guys, calm down. Yeah, calm, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I know the show's. I know the show's huge, but like you guys gotta calm down. <laughs> Okay. Um, all right. So, what's the schedule for today? Will be game recaps. Um, then, are we moving into shooting for small forwards? Small forwards. Okay. So we're gonna do game recaps. Talk about the Raptors. Then we're gonna rank our small forwards. Then we're gonna move into looking ahead. That's it today. Just the three. Okay. All right. Yep. Awesome. So this, yeah. this should be fun. So yep. Should I just go ahead? All right, so I had the uh, Raptors versus Warriors game that was December 18th. That was yesterday, Um, which was, yeah, I mean, like, so we're we're still missing. Actually, I I thought this was a great opportunity for OG to come back and Precious. Well, less so Precious because he's only missed, like, a couple games. But, like, OG's been out for, I think they said almost, what, 17 games, I think? He's missed. I think, I think yeah. That's ridiculous. He's only played 16 dude. games this season, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. That's like what a third of our games. Yeah, he's he's missed more yeah, time though. Yeah. He's missed more time than Pascal. So. Or two thirds yeah. of our games. I think I think he's missed more games than he's played. This yeah, point. yeah, two thirds. I think it's two thirds or something I like that. Two thirds of the games that we played almost or something, but which is just so crazy. But oh I thought this God. was a good opportunity for OG to get, come back because I mean we were playing. Uh, so they didn't play Steph. They didn't play Draymond. They didn't obviously play Clay. Um, who else did they not play? Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. No yeah. Wiggins. No Pool. Yeah. No Jordan, Jordan Pool. Didn't play. No Wiggins. No Andre Iguodala. James Wiseman. Yeah. So basically, we were playing the shell of a team. <laughs> their entire their entire ten men rotation didn't play. Yeah. We, we we played the uh, Santa we played the Santa Cruz Warriors. Yeah. I will take it, man. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. And I, I I personally thought it was a good opportunity for OG to come back. Just because, yeah, we're playing a depleted team. And, you know, yeah, OG is, he, yeah, he's still on, he's still on minutes restriction. So he's not obviously going to be 100%. And, and it's a good thing for, I think, for him to come back. And he played pretty well, um, you know, yeah, considering. I, I, I mean, considering, yep. I, I, I liked how he, uh, I don't know. I, I thought he looked like considering he's missed, like, what, 16 games or whatever yeah. it was. You know, he he clearly had his legs under him. No, no here, definitely not. Um, but yeah, okay, so let's move into it. So first quarter, um, first thing I have written down is Scotty comes out very aggressive, man. Doing very well, man. He he's just he's getting um in the paint, man, just getting so um in the mud, you know what I mean? In the thick of it. Like this he's guy so is strong, just dude. oh man, he's um uh, 
he's unstoppable, man. He truly is. Like he just gets down there and does what he wants, you know. And and he's yeah. got a, he's got a mind of he's got a mind of his own, and he makes those decisions. And it's great to see him being he's so patient too. Oh yeah, super he's so patient, which is huge, especially for a guy at his age to be that patient. Like you oh, see yeah. a lot of rookies, um, especially guys with the ball in their hands, which Scotty does a lot. They start to they rush a lot. And they really force their game. He doesn't do that at all. No, not at all. Um, so then, I think Gary made an made an early impact. He did. He, uh, he remember that. Remember that uh, sort of baseline jumper he had. He drew the foul on that. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Away, yeah. That was a. I mean, he didn't finish the the play, but uh, that I I thought that was great recognition by Gary. He just like. He's doing these like uh, that type of play. Me personally, I think that was like a that was a a very well educated veteran like play that he made. You know what I mean? Like obviously, he's, you know, I'm saying it's veteran like. You know what I mean? Like to have that recognition and to you know because he could have easily because um, that that specific call the the one where you're jumping and somebody jumps into you but also you know if you have your legs in a certain way or if you kind of jump into them they could call it a no call or an offensive foul so um those calls are very tricky and the fact that he was able to draw one that was such a clearly a foul and he was doing doing it very patiently but waiting till the opportunity came around to to make that play um i i was very impressed uh seeing that out of gary um mm-hmm. So then the one other notable uh, play that I had written down was Scotty um, goes right. Just one thing we love is transition basketball, especially when we got a guy like Scotty and he, he gets the rebound, then takes it all the way to the other side of the court and dribbles through or gets through three defenders and puts up that layup, that sort of English style layup. And he got a foul called on that too. Yeah. Um, Oh man. He he had two really nice end ones in the first half. Like, mm -hmm. Uh, like just the focus and the strength. Is three the game or three in the first half? I think I think it's been the first half. I thought yeah. that could be wrong. Well, yeah. He, oh, yeah. What a game, man! Oh, he looks so good. Yeah, uh, I was I was very impressed uh, with that and. Just the the running of the floor. You know what I mean? Like he just is, he's one of those guys. He takes it up and then he's just like, okay, well if no one's gonna stop me, I'm just gonna go for it. You know? And he's got the uh, he's got the explosiveness to make these really athletic plays you know what i mean like he's oh, gets yeah. through three defenders and manages to put up a basket or a shot that's very off balance and it's kind of got a he's got a spin on it to get it off the glass to kind of get it into the basket and it's it's one of those things where it's like you could i could see that shot being a higher percentage shot for like a smaller guard you know somebody like uh, like Kyrie, you know what I mean? Like Kyrie does something yeah. like that. That's going in every time. Where guys who are bigger like Scotty have, I tend to find, have a little bit less control over their bodies. And so then we see what happens with guys like Precious, right? It just He just smacks it off the backboard and just goes flying. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But Scotty just has so much control for being such a big guy um, and such a soft touch. So that was, yeah. uh, that was really great to see. And uh, yeah, like he had a couple of really great and ones and uh, throughout the entire game and and uh, really really tough shots. Um, Every time I see that stuff, I just think like how good he's going to be in three years. Oh man, disgusting! Yeah, he's doing this now, like, dude. Twenty five games into his career. I do have I to uh, during our game thoughts. I actually do want to talk about Scotty a bit because I was watching a YouTube video uh, about Scotty, and uh, I, I do actually I want to talk about him for just a sec. 
Um, yeah, because we talk about him all the time, but there's just something I, it's just a, it's more of a comment about perspective rather than it is actually about Scotty himself. Um, okay. so and I noted about the first quarter, we had great energy, uh, great defense. It's one of the first times we've actually started a game, I think with some, <laughs> with some energy, uh, and, uh, you know, some, some force, you know, that like we, we imposed our will, uh, I think very early on in the game on, on, the and that, that's very that's very big with teams like this again because we see games like OKC and Detroit and Orlando we come out flat footed mm-hmm. and because um, we're, we're like oh this is an easy game but this one we actually came out with energy and and uh, set the record straight off of that which is really good totally totally um, I I just noted it was great to see o- Precious and OG back I thought Precious came back a little bit a little bit different you know what I'm saying like he was slowing down nice he was making some really great. Uh, mm-hmm. Great, great IQ plays for for yeah, things that we haven't really seen points. out of Precious. What's that? Sorry, last. Uh, very quiet. Seventeen points for Precious. Right. Yeah, right. Wow. I didn't even really. Yeah, didn't, that yeah I didn't feel. Like I thought we had like maybe ten or eleven. Yeah. No. Like uh, if you were yeah. watching Precious last night, I maybe would have guessed like I don't know anywhere from six to eleven points. Yeah. Like, yeah, and yet he 17. scored seventeen. Uh, two two threes. Like by the way. Yeah. For Precious. Yeah. Um, so second quarter, oh, wait, sorry. Oh yeah. So end of the, and near the end of the first quarter, oh man, fuck, this makes me so excited for the Raptors, man. And just like everything that we, that we hope to be as a team. Um, so we got Fred at the top of the three point line, dishes it to Gary. Um, then Gary gives it to Scotty and then Scotty right back over to Fred and then hit Fred hits Mm -hmm. the three or wait, mean, sorry, no, Scotty was at the top. Um, was it? Yeah. And then Fred gives it to Gary. Gary gives it to Scotty. And then Scotty just whips it right back to Fred. And uh, that little triangle pass down there. And then Fred sinks the three. And I uh, I was very impressed by that play. That was just, yeah, like, I mean, I don't want to talk about Scotty yeah. Scotty too, too much. But that was just, like, crazy. So moving into the second quarter, uh I, th- I thought we were getting, we were really getting out on their shooters, man. Like, we, we were, we were, um... We were getting out on them, and, and we were making them take bad shots. Like we were making them take heavily contested threes. Um, we really weren't letting them get inside on us too, too much. Um, it, the, I felt that our strongest defense was probably in that first quarter and in the uh, the first half of the second quarter. Um, yeah. So we, yeah, we were, we were making them take bad shots. I think we could have used some more defensive rebounding, but in the end. You know, uh, uh, those are some things that we're willing to sacrifice. Um, you yeah. know, I thought we were doing a really great job in transition. We had Fred give it right up to Sfee, who just who shot like uh, I think it was like his maybe his only three of the night, but it was just a super fluid in motion shot. Fred gives it right up to Sfee in transition, and it's just a it's just a very natural it was a very natural motion you know what i mean Sfi catches the ball immediately as soon as he gets he's on that three-point line he shoots and it's in right and i think those are the plays he's, that we he's really good he's really good at uh creating like a he has a really nice flow every time he shoots it's just that it only goes in one every <laughs> yeah five, one, one every six times in this one yeah, yeah. One every six, yeah. well and Sfi's Sfi's shot collection shot uh selection i think needs work it's questionable. His, yeah. I think yeah. all of his his decision making in general is very very questionable. Well, and I noticed this game he had uh, he had two two and one fast breaks oh. in both times he took it. 
He made the first yeah, one, but either right. way, he should have passed it both times, especially yeah. the second time. Yeah, the second and, uh, time. Yeah, I think it was like him, him and Champagne the second time, and he didn't give it up. Oh, man. Yeah, I oh, agree. Um, he can get to the rim, though. It's just finishing garbage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he can get to the rim. What happens when he's at the rim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we had, oh, yeah, so, man, this is one of my favorite plays uh, of the game, and it's just it's a hustle play. So Scotty is down low, um, beats his man, misses it. Uh, he gets a super tough rebound with, like, three defenders on him. Then he gives it out to Justin Champagny, who then gives it to th- Fred for a three. And uh, I just thought that was oh, such yeah, a yeah, hustle yeah, yeah, play. Yeah. That was like Fred's super high high arcing three. That was that was the one at the corner, right? Yeah, yeah. That was it was, was he was like he just caught it. He was like, Yeah. I, 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 I thought he was gonna get blocked there. I thought he was getting blocked mm-hmm. on that on that corner of the three step. Fred blocked hell. <laughs> well dude, the, that shot that shot was another one of Fred's shots that had just that the super high arc on it. And it was just like, yep. Oh my god. And it's just, when it's something like that goes in, it's just like holy crap. Um Fred's shot making that this game was a. Uh, it's pretty, pretty ridiculous. His overall yeah. game was just unreal. Get twelve with this too. Yeah, he did a, a double double in the first half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's too bad he couldn't I mean, I uh, he, uh, get the triple double, but that's okay. We had sixty three first half points, and he was responsible for forty three of them, whether it's yep. points or assists. Yeah, and that's crazy. He was responsible for most of the yeah. rest. And yeah, yeah, it's got his rest. So, oh yeah, I, Leo Routens brought this up uh, during the broadcast. I wanted to know what you guys thought about this. So. If you uh, give somebody a, uh, like a, if you give somebody a pass, they take one dribble or they shoot, uh, and they get fouled. If they make both free throws, to count that as an oh, yeah. assist. Um, I I want to because a lot of great passes become free throws, but I understand why it's not. But both because shots. So like if, like, you, if you make both free throws, I feel like it should count for an assist. But then once you're shooting free throws, it's like then that's totally on the player. It doesn't have anything to do with the assist at that point. Yeah, Getting fouled does, but then the free throws is totally on the actual player shooting them. I think I, I would like to see it, but like I understand why. I, I, I would like to see it like maybe not be counted as an assist, but be counted as like a point responsible for, maybe. Mm, a different, like something like totally that. Different yeah, like a totally yeah, different stat. I'm sure there's a stat out there somewhere saying like... Yeah, like a, there's, there's, like there's a potential assists. You know, that, I know that's just that, um, but that mm. but that can like count any, for that. Well, no, that counts like missed shots as well. Like, but is it taking fouls as well? Uh, I think it might. Yeah. But uh, that would also help in plus minuses too. Like, if that was a category, because those right. get forgotten about a lot. Yeah. So, it'd be cool to see. Uh, just I'll, I'll Okay, we'll, t- we'll we'll come back around for game thoughts. Yeah, yeah. But um, so, uh, I just uh, just before the halftime, I noted that I thought I saw a big Scotty Fred connection. I thought Scotty and Fred had something going on all game, and I was really enjoying watching them play. Uh, they were kind of they had they had a a really good um, feel for each other on the court, um, and I think that's bound to happen when you're missing a guy like Pascal too. So you know, Scotty. You know what I'm figuring out is that. Scotty can literally play with anybody and be uh, be uh, like he hasn't his he hasn't his game doesn't really get taken away with other guys on the floor. I've noticed. Like, he's, like, he's so he's so smart. He's so good at like molding his game. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Where uh, it's like we all, we are all worried that when Pascal and OG are back there, it's going to take away from Scotty. But I feel like Scotty hasn't been taken away anywhere. It may no. take him a game to adjust, but like outside of that, he can play alongside anybody and be mm-hmm. just protected. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Totally. 
Um, so then we go into halftime. We're 63-42. So we're ahead by uh, 21 points there, which is a great... The Going into the half, I felt very confident about this game. I was like, okay, yeah, we're... we're it seems like... A lot of a lot of things were happening for us very naturally. We were missing some shots, but I think ultimately that had to do with the fact that you know we're still young and we were still making some young people mistakes. Um, especially the oldest guy who's out on the floor right now is Fred, right? So we don't really have a ton of other guidance other than just solely Fred. So, um, and Fred can't be responsible for everybody, you know. So that that's. You know, that's just what happens. But uh, I was impressed, yeah. though. I was impressed. I was I was glad. So um, heading into the third quarter, um, we had a big block for Chris on the free throw line. Keeps the possession alive. Um, and then the following possession leads to uh, Scotty midrange jumper. So that one was... Uh, that was great because the ball almost got turned, turned around a couple times. And uh, it was wasn't it was it was really great that a that a great defensive play like that um led to points you know led to scoring that's what yeah. we, we hope right because i one thing i did notice throughout this game a fair amount was the fact that we would get a deflection or maybe a steal but it just wouldn't turn into points right it like it wouldn't turn right. into into uh you know we couldn't make anything happen in the offensive end even though we were making some really great defensive plays and so that was one of the plays i highlighted because i was like just a great defensive effort by Chris, keeping the possession alive, and then the following possession leads to Scotty hitting a mid-ranger, mid-range jumper. So I was really glad to see points on the board for that. Um, and then great start for, for us. We had a 7-0 run to cause them to have a timeout early in the third. Um, I think then after that, it kind of got away from us a bit. I mean, it's kind of expected, obviously, to go on a 7-0 run Steve Kerr is going to be pretty pissed off, right? So uh, you can't expect him to not make some changes. And I think they went into a zone uh, after after that. Yeah, and so... What's that? They did a few times over the game. Yeah, and it worked for them. There was It worked for them. To, it, it was... Uh, when they went into zone, I think it flustered us, flustered us a little bit. We had to adjust, you know? And that adjusting period is what l- allowed them to take advantage of, of our confusion a little bit and then uh, ultimately turn that into points for themselves and, and defensive stops so there's a few times though where uh, we got the ball in the middle of scotty and he would just hit that free throw jumper and then mm-hmm. there's another time uh while they're in that zone where uh, i think we had a skip pass to gary yeah. in the corner yeah no yeah, yeah scotty's, the perfect, scotty's the perfect guy to just to throw in that in the free throw line to oh break and like well oh, we was like i i think we got like yeah, but like Scotty, even like um, Pascal and OG can also mm-hmm. operate, you know, spread zone because they can hit the mid range and make a pass. Mm-hmm. Pretty valuable type of player to have. Great triple threat players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then we had a we had a pretty good third third quarter. I think we lost some intensity. Um. You know, guys are tired. You know, and and we still are working guys in right. Like OG, we're still working him in. Precious, we're still working him in. So obviously there's going to be some bumps in the road. However, uh, overall it was still quite a good game. Um, defense, I think our defense is really what really what helped us finish that quarter. Um, I think we, although I do think we, there were so many times in the third quarter where I was disappointed because 
Um, we would have some great perimeter defense, like just really great perimeter defense. And then we would have three, two or three guys down low, and then they, they would just cut and dunk or cut and, and lay it up. And I'm like, yo, yeah, like we're, we're grinding so hard on these defensive possessions, so hard. And then we let a layup in after on, a, on an off-ball cut? Like... Kaminga had a lot of them. So many. And I was so pissed. And I was like, oh, man, come on, guys. Like, you ju- you got to finish the play. All that defense that you just played, that you work your ass off, means nothing. Now the fact you guys that you guys... Uh, took the end of that possession off. You know what I mean? You 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 ignored the what was going on on the court. You weren't being aware yeah. of of your of your def, you know of your guys who you're guarding and uh they t- took advantage of that and ex- and we got exposed for it and I, and I was uh I was disappointed in that. I think a lot of that has to do with again young people's defensive recognition. Um but uh and, and it's been a problem. It's been a problem all year as well, yeah. you know, like um, sustaining a defensive, I think the defensive intensity is always up. It's just the defensive awareness. Mm-hmm. We have trouble sustaining throughout the game. Um, that's why you see the amazing spurts, but also the really bad, or like right at the end of the shot clock, right when things get kind of chaotic. I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think our defense did pull us through to the end of that quarter. Um, so we head into the fourth quarter, um, the last quarter of the game for anybody who watches basketball. Um, so, uh, we, we had, uh, oh yeah. So precious with a little, uh, Pascal-esque turnaround, uh, turnaround sort of spin move. He's, uh, there was a couple times I think precious had maybe two or three of those baskets where he would, he would, uh, back in on his defender. And then as soon as he sees that they're guarding that one side dominantly, he spins right towards the basket and puts it up. And I'm like, let's go. Like, that's the, the yep. those are the moves that we want to see precious doing. That is like what we're yep. trying to turn precious into. We want to get him cause he's quick, man. Like he's, he's too fast. I that, think he's a power forward. Precious. In the NBA. I think, I think he's a power forward, not a center in the NBA. Oh, Definitely. Oh, yeah, it, it depends on the shot. It depends on the shot. It does, but uh, just well, as as far as uh, just a, a build goes, I think he's more a build. Like I mean, Pascal, him and Pascal are pretty similar builds. Right. Uh, yeah. Precious is stronger, but yeah. in terms of play styles too, I think yep. Precious Precious in a four position would benefit more than a five position. He, he does play a bit like like Pascal uh, before he broke out. Yeah. Like in that second season, there's there's a lot of similarities there. Yeah. Exactly. So I can see him if, if he keeps on like a trajectory like that, then I can see him being more of a power forward. Yeah, I, I think he. I still think though that he has a lot of defensive potential to guard pretty much any position, though. Like right, uh, yeah, oh yeah, across the he board. He was a great defender in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think he's been a good defender this season as well. Like I think yeah, the yeah. offensive, like the offense has been really bad at points. That's kind of overshadowed how he's been pretty consistent on the defensive end. Yeah, no, he, he's not. A, he's not a. He's not. A, he's definitely a plus defender. On our oh yeah, roster. for sure. Yeah, for and sure. It, it just comes to the. Uh, enough, like you said. What's that? I said it doesn't get talked about like Sam just said. It doesn't get, mm-hmm. No one really talks about precious defense, but it's definitely is like a, a parent and it's very good. Well, and that's one of the main reasons why, because like we can design offensive sets where we don't necessarily need a traditional center. Um, because we can space the floor, you know, hopefully we can get to a place where we have more shooting threats so that, you know, we can, we can spread out the defense. And then if we do need to attack, uh, we'll have the space to do that. Um, yeah. 
with guys who are above height. The only problem is, is it comes in on defense where we need rebounds and uh, we also need somebody who can guard somebody like, you know, Joel Embiid or, uh, uh, you know, Nikola Jokic or these guys who are these seven footers, these centers, man, who we need guys who can guard those positions. And I think, I think Precious still has a little bit of growing to do in terms of guarding the big guys. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Because he just is outsized by them. But then again, he's quicker than them. You know, so in, what's going to give him an advantage is getting to the spots before his defender can reach them. That's, you know, it's... Yeah. It, and that's a lot of and intelligence. Our, yeah, I think a lot of it is just he needs to improve his finishing. And then once once he gets that down, then I think you'll, we'll see a big jump from him. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Um, so then we had, uh, we had Malachi to Utah, man, for that big dunk. Do you guys remember that? That slam by Utah. Oh, sorry guys. We're going through technical malfunctions. Our Wi-Fi's are all not the greatest. So it's a, it's a, okay. Sorry. We're having technical difficulties. You guys are coming in a little bit delayed. I think we're good now. So I said, yeah, I just was I just mentioned Malachi to Utah for the big dunk. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So I was uh, th- I wasn't really expecting that. I came out of nowhere. I didn't really know that Utah had the had the could jump like that. You had the one plus. You're good, Sam. Hey, I, I think you- you're good. I think you're good, Sam. Yeah. We good. Yeah. Okay. Um, we saw him block that shot against Gary Payton second. Um, right. Oof. You, you don't see it as a dunker that often, right? That's not a good dunk. And you see how high jump when you see how high jump Anthony Edwards postered him. Right. <laughs> good point. You 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 got postered and he made it his commitment to never get dunked down again. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then we had. Uh, Malachi with a big three, a really important shot uh, for us. He had a couple of really important shots that I think helped with momentum. Uh, it was keep... a really nice play where everybody touched the ball and it finished with the Utah three in the corner. Yeah, yes. That was a great play. Yeah, that, was, that was awesome. I remember, I can't remember who was, it wasn't Leo. It was the guy who was commentating with Leo. Paul Jones. Paul yeah, Jones. Paul Jones. He, he was like, he was like, some of the most, some of the best plays you see in basketball is just when everybody, when the ball touches everyone's hands and then you, it hits a corner three and the corner three is just, mm-hmm. it just gets hit. He's like, it's like, it almost like it's, it has to go in. You know what I mean? It's meant like, it, there's no way you can have a play that like, is that, is that, uh, uh, satisfying and the three pointer doesn't sink. You know what I mean? It almost feels like it always has to go in. Um, yeah. So then, the oh yeah so we had the warriors then there was a play where the warriors turned it over scotty gives it up to gary and then gary oops it right up to precious and precious with a mad slam that was uh that was a really really exciting play i uh i saw every i saw that when the, the bench the bench got hyped for that play and everybody's like freaking out and you see steve's head in the back just like looking really sad oh god no no <laughs> steve would tried to post her and then this woman's flying or something <laughs> Sadness, but he's uh, a new Chris Boucher eh, on this podcast. Yeah, he, we, we are yeah, playing well, so now, quite a bit. Now Chris is in my good books now, man. Me too, he's, man. I, yeah. I don't freak out anymore when he touches me. I'd rather rest and feel a little. Eh, but he's playing. Yeah, he's he's like, playing uh, just in time for trade season. 
Oh yeah, mm, it's true. <laughs> he could be shooting a little bit better, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, true. I mean, um, but can't be choosers. One thing, one thing I did see out of Precious, and I wanted to mention this uh, before um, we get too far ahead, is that I saw him playing with much less hesitation. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that when we saw him with the ball, he was very quick, aggressive, Precisely. and um, he. It didn't look like he didn't know what to do. You know what I mean? I. Right. And one of the one of the reasons why I think he has we teased him a little bit for having bad hands is because he doesn't know what to do with the ball when he has it in his hands. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I he think way he, more decisive. Yes. Much more decisive. And I loved seeing that out of precious. So then and again, uh, I think that's him coming off the bench, which is huge. I think him coming mm-hmm. off the bench, I think a lot of pressure off of. Yeah. Um, I think, that, I think it's good fun. Hopefully we can learn from that and get him off the bench mm-hmm. more. Um. So then, oh, Malachi dropped that guy. Who who was he? Who was he? Gu- who was guarding him? Malachi drops him and then uh, hits that deep was too. Was it Chioza? Maybe it was. I can't or remember. Could have been Jeff Dowton Jr. Jeff Dowton. I've <laughs> never heard of him. I've never heard of Jeff Dowton. He was on Orlando last year. Oh yeah. But uh, explain why you never heard of him. <laughs> But that play though, the the uh, do you guys remember that Malik dude? He he crossed that guy up and then he hit that nice deep two on him. That was a. I, I knew I knew I knew you'd like that one. You a big dunk, big block, Malachi crossing yeah. over man. Like this was your quarter. Yeah, man. I was uh, I was Malachi played really good. He didn't he didn't start the game great, but but uh, he came out and showed up a little bit after and and really uh, yep. he was hitting good shots and he was making great decisions. I think, man. I hate, I don't like, like you guys know, I don't like the Malachi slander. I'm not a Malachi slander guy because, you know, I think that, I think that, you know, he lost the ball a couple times last night when he was dribbling, but it's like, yeah, when you, when you spend your NBA career not getting consistent minutes and dribbling against other NBA teams, those skills will diminish. You need to be dribbling and practicing your ball handling skills against NBA teams. You know what I mean? So um, I think the less time that he spends playing with the teams, the you know the less you know the more you can see that his handle is struggling because of that. And I think there's a couple times we lost the ball last night, um, based off of his handle. He's a good handle, which is fine. But um, I think, man, we just gotta we just gotta play him more, man. We need to play him more. So uh, I don't know who we play I, him over. If, 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 if we play, yeah, if we play I, him more, I, I need to see him. Uh, if, if we play him more, I need to see him do well and consistent. Yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah. Is that again, we, to see every now and then. Yeah, I know, and I'd like right. to see more consistency out of Malachi. But the thing is also is like, okay, well, if this is a growing year, like, why don't we spend more time playing a, a guy like Malachi? You know what I mean? Like, why? Yeah. You know why? Why can't we do, do that? that yeah, I know, and that's the thing too is that, and and I mean, I guess even Justin Champagne now because we're incorporating him into yeah. the lineups a little bit more, which is which is interesting. Uh, for see. me, for Malachi, I don't, I don't care what else he does. That jumper needs to fall, mm-hmm. right? Like for for him to be an NBA player, he needs to have an yeah. above average jump shot because yeah. yeah, he's small, the, he's not very athletic. He needs it to go down. With Delano, it's like we always know what we're going to get from him. That's like really smart transition basketball, um, solid defense. But with Malachi, it's like if he's not making a shot. We don't like we're not getting much else other than that. But Delano, Delano has these tools that he can do consistently every single night and not really lose them. 
Malachi, yeah, again, like you just said, Sam, if he's not making a shot, he's pretty much ineffective. And he's and his defense so. is, is really not that great. Um, no, yeah, he's, he's small. too small. Yeah. But uh, so then... That Trey Young defense. Uh, we had Utah uh, with a really nice and one after a bit of a hectic possession. Um, balls kind of flying all over the place, but we did uh, see Utah finish the finish the play with an and one. Um, so, and I think that was also just a great effort by Utah because it was down low. You know, he's just not afraid to take it up, right? Even if he's going to get blocked, he's just has no trouble jumping into the defenders and just trying to put something up. And he ended up, you know, getting rewarded because of that. Um, finished the game, I thought very well. Uh, Utah had a nice block, uh, even though they scored. Um, and I think that Utah was on the wrong side of the whistle a couple of times tonight or last night. And I was not happy with how those calls were because I think he had two great, amazing defensive plays, uh, that were absolutely horrible calls. Um, there's one where like Moody, Moody put his, put himself into Utah's yeah. chest and they gave, they gave Utah the foul. Yeah. Yeah. And he lowered his head. I, he lowered his head. I, remember too. I was, I was very disappointed with that. And then OG, OG did the same thing later in the game when they gave, they called yes, offensive foul. They OG. did. So I, I, don't, I just don't understand that foul. I don't know what, it's so unpredictable. Yeah. It was, uh, I was very disappointed with that. So yeah, then we, we get into the final. So the final was a hundred to one nineteen, which was good. Uh, we had a we 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 ended up having a pretty large lead throughout the rest of the night, and I thought our bench performed really well. So, um, let's go game thoughts. So let's do who who do we want to start here with some game thoughts? Uh, I, I just, my biggest thing is that Scotty Barnes's passing was like the scoring's really great. Like he had some awesome finishes. He had that one really nice like hesitation uh, mid range. I think it was in the third quarter. Mm-hmm. Even like some, like that one pass where he had. Justin Champagne blew the layup, but he was at the top of the uh, three-point line, and it looked like almost he was going to swing, just swing the ball across the uh, across the top of the key, and he like jumped and flung it, and like I don't know how Champagne didn't finish that. <laughs> I and so he missed it. He missed everything too. Like, <laughs> and but oh my, like the the one-handed skip pass you mentioned earlier, um, just like God, what a smart player, man! Like he just sees everything on the court. It's crazy. Well, he still he's like it's like he has a scoring mentality, but a pass mentality at the same time. Yeah, like he, he's so much going through his head so quickly. Yeah, it's, it's, dude, okay. I every time we talk about Scotty, I just think like we really. <laughs> yeah, do you wanna do you wanna say what you're gonna say there, Luke, about Scotty? Okay, Ryan? so this is what I was gonna say about Scotty Barnes. Okay, so and one of the reasons why I'm so excited to be doing a podcast about the Raptors at this time and doing it with you guys because uh, I'm I feel very thankful that we've been given this opportunity, especially that we've got a guy like Scotty Barnes. So I was watching this YouTube video yesterday and it was a YouTube video that was meant for people who don't watch the Raptors to learn about Scotty Barnes. It was, it was cause let's, 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 let's be real, right? Like Scotty Barnes is most likely going to win rookie of the year if he keeps performing at the rate he is right. And, and well-deserved rookie of the year. So, uh, one of the, if, and even if he doesn't win Rookie of the Year, he's a runner-up for sure. And all that means is that there are lots of NBA fans who are aware of Scotty Barnes because they know how well he's performing, right? And they see a lot of his highlight plays and 
And uh, so they might be like, okay, well, who's Scotty Barnes? So then they, this is a video that guys like that would check out. And it's, it was interesting to watch it from the, from the perspective of a Raptors fan and a guy who's been watching every single one of Scotty Barnes' games. Because, like, you know, we've seen Scotty score like three points in an entire game. You know what I mean? Like we've seen Scotty at his best and we've seen him when he hasn't been that great. And and really that's not even like his Scotty at not not at his great is like, you know, better than the average. <laughs> but uh yeah. you know, and better than a lot of rookies are doing this season. But anyway, so oh, yeah. um it was it was interesting to watch because he was playing a lot of highlights and a lot of a lot of highlight um, plays of Scotty's, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, "Man, if I was anybody but me, looking from looking to the Raptors, looking just at these Scotty Barnes highlights, given the story that Scotty Barnes was not a three-point shooter, now he's shooting, you know, um, he, what I think he's got the highest rookie three-point percentage still, or something like that. Um, uh, he's up there, and uh, he's shooting yeah, almost thirty-six percent from three. Exactly. I think Franz Wagner might have the highest. But yeah. oh, okay, yeah. I think, oh, yeah. Yes. It's up there, though, for sure. But anyway, so point is, is that he is a dominant force, you know, in, in, and he is a dominant player, I think, in the, in the, just in general in the NBA, you know what I mean? Like, he's averaging, like, 15 or something or 17 points a game. You know what I mean? Like, as a rookie, that's, that's unbelievable. But my larger point was just that, it made me have some perspective on how good Scotty Barnes actually can be because looking, if I was to watch that video, just as somebody who was like a fan of another random team in the NBA, and I saw this video of this rookie who, who just was kind of picked out of nowhere. Everybody was kind of, it was a controversial pick. People were like, why didn't you go with Jalen Suggs and all this stuff? And then now you see that he's one of the best, if not the best performing rookie in the NBA right now. Like, I think we, we kind of take Scotty, I think, because we see him every single game. We kind of take Scotty for granted a little bit. We We're, do. You know? Sure. Like, I think we don't really sometimes think about the fact that Scotty Barnes is like a freaking unicorn, man. Like, this is uh, this is one of the most unbelievable stories. Like, the one of the, the guy who was making the video was like, Scotty Barnes will be known as a rookie regardless of how the Raptors do. Because his his uh, he's already destroying expectations that were that were set for him, right? He was he he has scored above ten points seventeen of the last eighteen games, and people thought, including myself, I thought he was going to average like nine points a game, mm-hmm. right? Yep. And he's and he, his three point his three point shooting has improved his mid range game. Like I honestly personally feel that I think that his particular game translates better to the NBA than it does in the NCAA. <laughs> Oh yeah, with with the spacing, with the with the more spacing, and he, and he's a guy who plays better with better players. Yeah. And also, like the mm-hmm. system at Florida State is a very like um, everyone like it's like a very team oriented sort of play style. Like everyone kind of plays as a team. There's not like the one guy. Yeah, and and there's very line of and like they're like I mean Scotty was sixth man of the year, and then yeah. the year before that Patrick Williams was sixth yeah. man of the year, also in Florida State. So they yeah. don't they don't have like a they don't have like a typical like Duke kind of thing where they run five best guys and play like one or two guys off their bench. Yeah. No, it, and it's all, it's all about defense too. So the offense doesn't really get to shine through all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons also why I think Scotty, like if he keeps playing the way he is, should deserve rookie of the year simply because of his defensive abilities too. Like, I don't think there's anybody out there that Scotty really can't guard or give them a good run for their money. No, you guys froze for me. I'm still, 
I, I hear you, Luke. Um, I, I think, yeah, like, I think um, Scotty's defense, like, right at the beginning of the year, it was, I think, objectively quite bad. But in the last, I don't know, 10 games, maybe even more, it's been, like, good. Like, he's been a good defender the last 10 games. Mm-hmm. And um, he's shown a bit of everything, like, off ball. He's on ball guarding. Like, he's guarded Jason Tatum. He's guarded uh, Katie Cunningham, Damian Lillard. Like, he's just done a bit of everything on that end. And he's done a bit of everything KD, on the offense. KD, bro. This just, guy guarded KD. Yeah, KD. KD did a night. And he, KD's going to, no matter what, KD's KD. like, KD's going to win the matchup no matter what. But I thought Scotty. As a rookie, it, as man, like, as a rookie, yes. going up against the, like, the best, like, pure scorer in the entire NBA right now, like. Maybe, maybe, maybe ever. Maybe yeah, ever. 100%. Pure score ever. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, like, it's just impressive, man. Just. Just ridiculous, yeah. and and um, yeah, yeah, I do think heart. defense all about heart, and he has so much of it. Yeah, and it, it really shows. Like he he can, he does he, he has those games where he's not a amazing defender, but what, if he if he's like if it's a guy like KD or anybody who's better than Scotty, Scotty's gonna put even more heart into it, and that's when we see him shine. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yeah, man, just just to just a touch on the fact that like like Scotty, man, like he's he's shooting. He he's so strong, you know what I mean? Like he he's shooting NBA threes with ease. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, with with complete ease. He that step back that he hit the other day was so unbelievably ridiculous. I couldn't even I believe it. I still can't get over that, man. I still <laughs> can't get over that. It was un- I mean, that unreal. Game, he literally got an offensive rebound, just dribbled out three point line with KD in his face. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. Unbelievable. I think I think we're truly going to see a guy that we can absolutely build a team around, and we need to hang on to Scotty Barnes because. I oh my think, god, please. If, I he leaves, sc- if he leaves at any point ever, I'll be so sad. Well, and <laughs> I honestly think, and this is just, obviously, this is a, this is a, I wouldn't say this is a controversial take, but this is an early take, is that I think that Scotty is the beginning of a type of player that I don't think we've really ever seen in the NBA. Like, he's so aware, and he can play pretty much any, any, any position. You know, and the fact that, like, just to see, I don't want to harp on Scotty for too long because I know we talk about Scotty all the time, but, but it just, I think we do take Scotty for granted. I truly think that this guy is is on the road to being an a tr- an absolute an absolute superstar. You know, we see guys in the league who can do everything, but I feel like Scotty can really yeah. do literally <laughs> everything on the basketball court. He can he can guard uh, in, a, in a couple of years he'll be able to guard one through five, I think, in like yeah. two or three years he'll like yeah. actually be able to guard through one through five. And then offensively, he's a, he's already a three level scorer. Like you can say, three point shooters. I mean, it's still like not great, great, but you can. He's still a three level scorer, and you can see and, potentially be like a legit three level scorer. And once his handle improves more, like I think that's oh, yeah. one of his next steps offensively. Like, oh my god, like, I, he's just, gonna be a, he's gonna he's gonna be a primary ball handler here. Soon, yeah, I I, I, I'm not I'm not comparing Scotty Barnes to this guy whatsoever. Like sure. I'm not doing this at all. Sure. He, some of the passes he made uh, last night. Looked like LeBron James type Yeah, I mean, Scotty is greatest Raptor of all time potential for sure. Oh, and absolutely. Uh, easily, easily. I, I th- and I and I think he uh, like I, I, he's going to be a superstar, man. There's oh, no yeah. world. I, oh I, yeah, I'm not a world around him being a top ten player in the NBA. Oh, me no. neither. Oh. Me neither. Unbelievable, and especially compared to his draft class, man. Like, like he's outperforming like all rookies right now. Like, are they all like who is the only. Evan Mobley. Yeah, the only the only other person even, I would say is Evan Mobley. But even still, even even Cade Cade's been really good lately. Also, I got to get him. This draft class is unreal, man. Yeah, it is. It's so true. I still think Jalen is going to be an all star. So. One of the and reasons too. I like yeah. Green still. And one of the reasons why I still think Scotty Barnes has like a, the best shot for rookie of the year is just 
it's because of his versatility as a player. You know what I mean? Like, like he's he's doing yeah. like Cade can't guard the positions that Scotty can guard. Like Cade, you know what I mean? Like a lot of these guys that like, and especially Evan. Evan's not quick enough. Evan's not fast enough. Scotty. I, well, I, I say Evan Mobley. I say Evan, I say Evan Mobley can guard two, three, two, two, five. His perimeter defense is pretty insane for his for his size. Yeah, I, I love. I'll Evan give Mobley. I'll give that to you, but I still think Scotty. But, I still think yeah, well, Scotty is is my. is more. I would say more explosive. You know what I mean? Like he's got that. I, 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 I like Scotty's offense more than like Mobley's offense. 100%. Well, yeah, that's yeah, for sure. For sure. But, but Mobley isn't like, they don't depend on Mobley for the same things that we kind of depend on Scotty for. But then again, it's like they both play different positions too. So it's kind of hard to yeah. compare it at that point. But yeah, if, you guys if make Mobley wanted, I would understand. If Mobley won, I would understand. True, I but I, I, I still, I still think Scotty yeah. should win, though. I think, I still think Scotty should. Yeah, win. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's, I think that's absolutely legit. Also. Well, like, I and just think, either way, can go either way. Like the assist category too. Like, I think we should definitely take into account the assist category as well, because it's like, Scotty's a creator. You know what I mean? Like, he's creating for other people. You know what I mean? Like that. That's a. Yeah, like I, Sam, I think, and I, Sam and I have this conversation a lot. Between, yeah, I, I'm. I personally, uh, I think Scotty's getting closer than he was a week and a half ago. I personally have. Evan Mobley there, just because I think he's the best rookie defender uh, of the 2000s. Like, I think he's that good. Um, and then I think also his scoring isn't even in the same stratosphere as Scotty Barnes yet. Um, but I think his passing is actually not not it's as good as Scotty. But it, it doesn't, doesn't show him. He's better than it shows him. The, on the yeah, because he's a super smart. But I think Scotty, but especially uh, Mobley, he'll get well soon. He has that COVID. But... Mm. Um, I think I think Scotty, the way he's playing, man, I think he just he gets better every game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just I, I just I think I really just think Scotty brings more to the table than those. Sure, yeah, and I, that's, I, I and that's, that's that the perspective I, I have. I have as well. Yeah, I, I just I just think that that Scotty's just a just a you know all around. You know what I mean? Like like when you think about Scotty and you think about his rough edges, like quote unquote rough edges. Like I think that it's like <laughs> any team would be happy to have Scotty as he is right now. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. For, if, if he stayed like this through his career, that's like a that's an that's a you know, very like any, solid contributing NBA player. And something that is I like, I mean, doesn't really make a difference ultimately. But I, I love the I think Scotty's energy is way more than bring. Scotty brings way more energy to the table than Mobley is. Mobley is still very different like personalities. A, yeah, Mobley is very nonchalant. Like you don't see him screaming and everything like that. Like, and I just, I just I really like energy players. Like I like I like Draymond a lot for that reason. And things like right. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, man, there's a reason why Scotty was in Florida, man. Have you seen his hair, dude? His hair is straight out of Florida, man. He's got <laughs> I the... don't know what Florida is hair is. Is that a thing? Is that what I was going to say? I, I don't know. know. Oh, have you, have you guys not no. seen that meme? No. Oh, it's like, it's like guys who like are from Florida, their hair, like as, as, as it gets more like crazy, like you guys know, um, what's the character from the Simpsons? Their guy with the red hair. Um, oh, Sideshow Bob. Yeah, Sideshow Side Bob. Bob. The more it looks like Sideshow Bob, the more crazy some guy is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm so like at Florida hair right now. I and it's like, well, because like Kodak, Kodak had like the whole like yeah, Goku. Yeah, Kodak Black, the first picture that shows up. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's like, there's like a meme that's like the, the evolution of, of Florida, Florida dudes is like <laughs> the crazier their hair gets, that means like just the wilder they are. And I think that's I, uh, like Scotty's. <laughs> Scotty's personality definitely reflects what he, what's going on for his for his head because holy crap his hair is wild <laughs> it's all over the place. Uh, are, there, are, there, 
are the island boys you know those guys yes they, they yes guys? yes see Dude, I, so, they're, they're, they're island boys they're island boys not florida guys they're 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 oh, from true, florida true, 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 no they're true. from florida are they yeah they're from they? florida maybe they're from maybe they're from the keys or something i can't remember but they're yeah they're from florida yeah so okay so picking up uh i thought uh, game thought sorry just some game thoughts I, just, I thought we saw a lot of great production out of the bench yeah oh yeah. for sure i i uh i mean i think our uh sorry i lost my box score. i i i, I really liked how i'm really confident like with precious ever since he came back from his first injury really um i think he's just playing i, I do you guys like precious off the bench more than with the starters yeah, I, like I think he's less nervous, man. Better. For sure. Yeah. Exactly. I think he looks, he looks way more comfortable and way more in his own skin um, yeah. off, the, off the bench. I feel like, because remember how dominant he was in Summer League? Because he was kind of the guy. I feel like off mm-hmm. the bench, he's more the guy. Because I, I don't think he can play a, a fifth man role. Uh, right. You know I mean? Yeah. That looks. I think, because, like, if we have a, like, if the center's a fifth man, like, I guess, Wiseman, for example, like, I like, any, any, any rim running center. Like if if you're if you're a fifth guy and you're a center, you're you should most likely a rim runner. Um yeah. I wouldn't call pressure rim runner too too small. Yeah. So I th- yeah. I think off the bench where he can just be more himself, I think that's way better for him. And I really hope yeah. he came off the bench and start Cam once he comes back. I think mm-hmm. that works way better. Cam man, please fix your knee. <laughs> <laughs> He's old. He's an old man. Here. He's an old man, Sam. <laughs> old man of twenty nine years old. <laughs> um, uh, I I have one um, more. I have one more thing. I, I was kind of sad when I uh, I saw that OG and Precious were coming back, and then basically right after the news came that they were coming back, Pascal got yeah with the protocols. health and safety protocols. And they're never, they're never playing at the same time, man. They're never going to play at the I, same time. I, I hope. I hope. I hope he did test positive. I hope it was just a how does this work? Tracing, but, because because Pascal wasn't like they, that was right before the game they announced it, so they know they, yeah. they had to they, at least shoot around earlier in the day. He so would have gone. Why don't they all? Yeah, I, I don't understand why. Like, okay, so say Pascal, someone he was around, tested positive. Mm-hmm. Then all the other teammates were around Pascal, who was also around this person. Yes, I, like, right? I don't understand like, where I don't understand where it stops. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, like and, and yeah. then and then once and once like if if we say Pascal is in protocols. Then the entire team should be in protocols, and then therefore all their family and friends and their team. Yeah, I don't understand how it works. Yeah, I, I honestly, I don't, I really don't know. But if I had to guess, I'd say that like, it's got to be some contact through Pascal, and then maybe that person only had contact with Pascal, and Pascal maybe didn't test positive, but that person did. Right. I but, think it must be it must be direct contact with somebody who got it. Yeah. But then. If, if Pascal's in protocols, that means we don't know if he has it. Yeah. Which means we don't know if the rest of the team has it, but we still played the whole game. Yeah. And then Golden Gold State team might have it. The thing is now is that like, like I don't I don't want us to talk about COVID for too much for too long, but but I the yeah. thing is is especially with this new variant and everything, things are so transmissible now that like we can't we can't just like stop everything. You know what I mean? Like we just can't mm-hmm. do that again. You know what I mean? Like people we're. We're at a place in our society that we're like we just know that we can't function that way, and we just no. can't stop the world. So I think the NBA sees it as as like that is they're gonna do their best, quote unquote, their best. But like I don't really think that if 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 they did want to do their best, I think everybody would be in lockdown right now. 
Yeah, and end of the yeah. day, it's all, it's, it's all about money. That's yeah, of it. course. Right, like that, that's what it's all about. That's what the NBA is right. about. So yeah, they're exactly. going to do whatever they can to keep making money. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I bet I bet you any money. Yeah. There's tons of health and safety protocol violations that are being that are happening all the time in the NBA. Because yeah, you're right, Sam. It's oh, all yeah. about money. Um, yeah. and that's just a part of the game. So, anyways, um, uh, let's see. Moving on. I think we had better defense this game. Um, uh, it was it was, you know, obviously we are we are playing a team that's not. Uh, the most competitive it's team. A G League, it's a G League team. It's a yeah. G League team. We'll see. We'll say it. Okay. But uh, but I think that's important for us. You know, I think it's important for our confidence and for our team to play some good defense and actually see the what happens when you play good defense. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's still amazing basketball players playing against. Mm. Um, yeah. I wanna I wanna shout out Chris Boucher a little more. Sure. I mean, hey. same game, same game player of the week. So we already kind of did, but I, just think, I want to emphasize a little more, man. His decision making is so much better, and um, his, his. I mean, he only, he's only one for four from three tonight, but uh, a couple of his threes went in and out. Like, I mean, those, mm-hmm. and that will take that with Shea right now. Um, but and inside, like he's he's making tough finishes too, um, hitting some floaters, man. Is is. He's uh he's getting that trade value up. Okay, I love to see. Yeah, man. I hope uh, everyone else is watching him. Oh, tune in. Lakers, tune in. No. <laughs> um. Good second round pick. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah, it's it's useful. Um. <laughs> but yeah, I did see some better production out of Chris too. I do have to agree. I I I did see some some good things from Chris making the right plays, starting to know his role. You know, like I think Chris had. Uh, had a very difficult time trying to understand what role he's supposed to have on the team. It's like, my guy, you're not a Stephen Curry. Like, we don't need you even shooting these threes, bro. Like, what are you you're doing? You know? Yeah, like <laughs> he was born. He was born in Saint Lucia. Yeah, Saint yeah. Lucia. Yeah. Yeah, immigrated to Montreal when he was maybe like I don't know, older. <laughs> older. I thought he was born. I thought he was. I thought he was born in Montreal. No. no. Nope. Look at me. He's a Canadian citizen, though. He, he, he plays for Team Canada. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's, I, don't, I doubt there's even a St. Lucia, Team St. Lucia, to be honest. Yeah. For basketball team, no. Yeah, no chance. Um, I did want to bring this up with you guys to see what you thought. What do you guys think about the reduced capacity audience? Because I thought that it actually might not be a horrible thing. I think the reduced capacity might get some of our players used to a little bit less pressure when you're playing at home. And maybe when the rest of the crowd comes back, it might be a little bit easier to adjust. But I wanted to get your guys' thoughts. Um, I mean, I don't think the crowd phases them anymore, to be honest. I think, I mean, NBA players say this all the time, but like they, they, they don't, they don't, like, after like a little bit, like even like during free throws away, when you're the away team, like you don't see that stuff anymore, really. Like they're, they're pretty, I think, I don't think that's a huge factor. Uh, I think it's something that had to be done, to be honest. Like, oh yeah, it's, it's a safe decision to make mm, for sure. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's taking precautions, which I think is yeah. smart to be honest. Because I mean, the less the less uh, risk there is in the building, less the risk there is for the Raptors. So totally no, and I just wanted to bring it up just because I thought that like you know our team is so young and and it is a lot of pressure to play in Toronto, especially when we just won a championship and the team is so brand new. And I thought that you know I don't I don't know maybe playing at a reduced capacity removes a little bit of of anxiety from the guys because there's it's not as loud in there it's not as crazy you know they don't have to feel as much pressure if they miss a really big shot because there just isn't that same energy in the crowd um but you know it was the one of the thing is that 
it's only season ticket holders now, and a lot of the season ticket holders are just old rich white dudes. Yeah. Yeah, they don't actually, they don't actually care about the Raptors. Yeah. No, no, that's no. the annoying part, but it is. They, they, they've, got, they've got to pump some noise in. Yeah. At least for the TV, you know, viewing streams. Yeah. I, I think they probably, they probably do. They probably did this oh, game. Yeah. I, yeah. Mean, like, I didn't, I didn't notice who's different than, like, who's different than the sound or anything like that. So. No. I, I think that's why they're probably adding it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I, I doubt, I doubt, uh, I doubt Jason Smith. Uh, CEO of uh, CEO of is cheering very loud. So no, no, he's not. <laughs> um, I also thought sort of last sort of game thought. I thought our shooting wasn't bad. I thought we shot actually pretty decent uh, beyond the arc, and I think that even with uh, even within uh, that mid range sort of. Uh, those spot, those deep twos in the mid range. I still thought. I think I thought we did a pretty good, decent job shooting tonight. I think Scotty was good. Yeah. Gary was good. Fred was good. Uh, I think the yeah. I just saw. I saw a lot of really great shooting, great shot, shot selection, and um, Precious obviously whipped out two nice threes for us that that were really important. Mm-hmm. So good for him and sustaining that win. So yeah, that's kind of all I had for game thoughts. And does anyone else? I, want to I, 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 I like one one last thing. Yeah. Um, I just want to give a quick shout out to Fred VanVleet, man. What really nice game. Um, what a thing that Elias has mentioned in a few uh, podcasts is that he kind of plays down to competition sometimes um, against some of our tougher teams. Like I guess that OKC, he has, his stats were good, but I didn't think he played very much intensity. I thought tonight he did a really good job of just going out and being like, we're winning this game. Let's not play around. Uh, and he literally did mm-hmm. everything we needed him to do. So. Yeah. Totally. And then, like, I, yeah, like I said this before, where, uh, his energy reflects the entire team's energy. Where like we we play we play with his energy because he's the, he's our leader, right? So yeah. if he's playing down, the rest of the team is playing down. So um, yeah. yeah, I think I really saw it tonight where everybody was playing to their strengths. To start was playing with a lot of energy. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right. Looking ahead. Looking ahead. I think we only oh, yeah, have so, one okay. game. I was probably just say we're we're gonna we're gonna wait for the uh the small forward list. We just mentioned it at the start. Yeah. We're right. gonna wait for the small forward list just until uh we figure out FaceTime and all this stuff better so we can have better conversations yeah. about it. Because still a lot of technical difficulties. So yep. we're just gonna hold that off until better opportunity. And we have a game against another Geary team uh on Monday. We play the Magic who are missing a ton of you know, I'm cool Anthony Mike. They're G League they're G League team already and then they're missing. <laughs> hey, come on now. Come on. Ah, they're a really good G League team. <laughs> oh come on! Um, hopefully Pascal isn't uh, hasn't tested positive for COVID and he can be back to this one. But if not, I would. I I think we're gonna lose. Uh, I'm not jinxing us again. And I think every time I've said we're gonna win, uh, yeah. we've lost. So that's a we're gonna, big L coming our way. Yeah, damn. So All we'll right, prepare, we'll prepare for that. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's it. So that's all we have for today, boys? That's all we've got. Okay, so yeah. Apologies to the audience if the episode today seems a little bit disjointed. We're we're like, it's difficult doing this. Yeah, it's difficult trying to figure this out, and we're all away for Christmas break, and then now this whole COVID thing's making everything confusing. So um, we're we're still trying to figure it out, and, and hopefully we, you know, we're still able to, yeah, of course, deliver the content that you guys expect. Um, I don't think there. Are we doing a Thursday episode this week? Um, we we're not doing next. Yeah, we're not doing next Sunday. 
Oh, so we are doing yeah. a Thursday episode. Or next Monday. Week. Yeah, we're doing a Thursday next episode. Yeah, this yeah, week. yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then right. no, ne- no, none next Monday. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay, well, yeah. All right, I guess we can just wrap it up here right. then, hey? Yep. Sure. All right, so uh, thanks for tuning into the Rap Chat podcast. I'm your host, Luke Dick. I'm Elias Eldridge. And I'm Sam Kenny. And uh, before we head out of the podcast, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else you get your podcasts, make sure to leave us a rating and review. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Rap Chat Podcast, where we post new clips of the show every week. Thanks, guys. Peace out. Peace.